Secrets from a Coach. Thrive and maximise your potential in the evolving workplace. Your weekly podcast with Debbie Green of Wishfish and Laura Thompson-Staveley of Phenomenal Training. How you doing? Oh, we've made it. We're here. Yes, we certainly have made it. I can't believe we're at the end of December. What a year, Law. What a year. So if uh, you listening now, whether this you're listening in December or uh, in another month, in another year, um, I'm sure it's still going to have been a full-on ride, your working um, life, whatever your stage is. And so this is a chance to um, spread a little cheer, reflect on the year that we've had and uh, just take a moment, take stock. So this is the final part of our Christmas Cracker series. So um, Debs, it's a chance to pop the champagne, raise a cheer to the year that was and really do our best to end on a high so we feel really set up for uh, what's to come. So Debs, in your experience, how important is it for us to end a year well? I think it's really important because otherwise we just fall into the next year and not really stopped and thought about, oh, what have I actually achieved? And that leaving that legacy, it's not doesn't have to be when you're, you know, under the ground or anything like that. But the idea of leaving a legacy, I think, is that need um, or the desire to be remembered for what you've contributed to the world. And I think if you think about what you've contributed to this past year, there will be loads of things that you've done. Um, and it and it's really important for us to just take a moment of reflection time. And as you always say, pack the year down well, so, and take out what you need for next year, ready for next year. How do you want to be remembered? What do you want to be remembered for? You know, all of the lives and the people that you've interacted with across the year, you've left a good imprint on them and a, a footprint, as we like to call it. And it's just been really good. So it's a great time to just, as you said, chill and just relax and think about all those magic that's happened throughout the year. Because if we don't, we're only ever going to focus on how the year rubbish the year was. And that's the bits we take forward. Whereas actually, if we've consciously thought about the, our legacy in, for the last year, it's so important because then that lifts us up, gives us that boost and then we're ready again for 2023, 24, 25, whatever it might be that you might be doing this in. Um, it's just a really good opportunity to, yeah, take stock. And, and particularly, Debs, if the stock take that you might have normally done in your profession is looking at results, figures, year on year, if actually you have had um, a year that's been full of change, disruption, you've been doing some heavy lifting from transformation projects, it can be tricky sometimes to look at the traditional success criteria if things haven't quite gone to plan or you're still dealing with kind of various challenges, etc. So to just shift the lens onto actually what is the impact I have had in terms of my personal legacy? And um, you don't have to be under the ground, as you said, to then be able to leave a legacy. But in interestingly, just from a legacy point of view, the, the, um, the definition apparently from a legal perspective is the passing on of property, 
money or assets to others. So, um, you know, if we take that assets as being either lessons or inspirations or stories, and I guess uh, what we'll have a look at now is, is how do I ensure that I'm not weighed down with baggage, that I've converted that into wisdom? And how do I ensure that I pass on positive lessons for others, not um, negative warnings about how not to be? But uh, if you've had, uh, you know, lots of kind of busy months um, uh, uh, in, in this year, then sometimes we can sort of miss a trick in terms of the impact we might have had from our behaviours now, everyday interactions. Mm, yeah, definitely, Law. And I think, you know, I came across a really good question which makes you stop and think, which is a really good one that helps to start to define what that means for us, is that if you were to leave your current line of work today, what is the legacy that you will leave behind? And I think that's something that we don't often stop to think about and think about the impact that we've had and, you know, what would people say about us? And, you know, having having run Purpose and Values workshops um, with a client of ours over many years, it was so, so, um, what's the word, special, enlightening, privileged, humble, all of those words, real gratitude for the people that shared their legacy stories because they were just incredible. But because we created that space for them to just pause and take a moment to look back on their life and to say, you know, what is the legacy you've already left? Um, It was just mind-blowing as to some of the stories that people came up with. So I think, you know, if you ask yourself that question, you know, what's the legacy you would leave behind? What do you want to be remembered for? It, it certainly sets you up to think about your intent in how you show up. You know, how are you behaving in the way that you would want to behave, that people will want to be with you and come along and, um, you know, think about you as a great leader, manager, team player. Um, and it comes back to how you're being um, in everyday interactions with people. And I think, you know, your legacy depends a lot around how much self-reflection have you done on yourself, I think, and identified what your purpose is and and the values that underpin it. So thinking about, you know, what is the story um, that you would tell others about your legacy once you've identified it? The story is so important, but it's quite a difficult one to get to that story in the first place. And I know you've got an absolute banger of an exercise that people can consider um, as we pull that cracker. So there are a couple of different ways that you could kind of take this little exercise that we'll take you through now. So this could be you are a team of one and you want to do some personal reflection. So as you said, Debs, just taking that moment to, uh, if the year's been a bit of a blur, just being able to carve out some of those key takeaways. This may be an exercise you want to do with your team. Um, As both of us have then seen, it can be enormously powerful to have that bonding moment of where people are able to reflect and review together. So um, this is a great exercise that can be used. You may have done it in some form before, but it's in the form of a personal shield. So um, if you're able to do this now, or if you were doing this as a session yourself, you ask everyone to each draw a blank shield shape. So imagine one of those coat of arms, and then um, you're going to split that space within the shield into four quarters. And in those four quarters, you're basically either going to scribble some notes or draw some pictures or just have a bit of a think about um, four core questions. And if this is just a session you're doing with yourself, then it's a great place to start. Um, so uh, just to do over a cup of tea or a hot chocolate or a mince pie. Oh, yeah, and mince just, pies. Uh, mince pie, take, take a moment Christmas to have a reflection. Christmas music on. <laughs> 
<laughs> Absolutely. Um, it also works really well as a virtual team meeting exercise. We've done this with lots of virtual teams as well, and they can share their experiences together. Um, and of course, it's absolute magic if you have got a group of people in a room together and you can do some flip charts, etc. But the basic premise is you've got this shield space split into four quarters. So in those four quarters, they are going to represent um, your responses to four core questions. So in quadrant one, the um, have a think about what three things are you proud of achieving since the start of this year? So what three things are you proud of, of achieving since the start of this year? And already that gets your brain thinking on a success oriented mindset rather than all the things that might be on the to-do list. So go on then, Law, what's your three things that you're proud of since achieving since the start of 2022? And I know I put you on the spot here. You have. <laughs> um, bringing in lots of new juicy projects yep. at a scale and a volume that uh, back in the dark days of the pandemic, we didn't know if we'd ever experience again. That's true. So uh, really proud of that, bringing in some brand new, amazing um, clients on board. Um, being able to achieve some kind of life work balance. So being able to ramp up with work, but also, you know, being around for some key moments. So I'm proud of that because that, that definitely takes it some uh, boundary management. And um, I'm really proud of our podcast, actually, Dex. Yeah. I think being able to sustain and maintain this as just a kind of a, you know, a bit of a heartbeat just to keep us all going, then, uh, yeah, I, I, th- I think uh, those are my three things I'm most proud of. How about yourself? Yeah, good one. I'm with you on our podcast. I've, they've been, um, they're the legacy, I think. I've thoroughly enjoyed doing them with you and talking about what we can do and the guests that we've had on. So I'm super proud of that. And as you said, keeping that heartbeat going as well. Um, the other things I'm super proud of is, so a couple of people that I've worked with one-on-one have just transformed their lives completely. And knowing that the third thing would be to know that you know, we can reach out to the team if you know, I can't deal with something or somebody, that there is always somebody within our team that actually could be more equipped, better expert to be able to pick up the mantle and run with it. So they're the three key things from that I'm super proud of. So again, for those listening, what three things are you proud of achieving since the start of 2022? And I have to say, Debs, madly, I wasn't expecting you to ask me that no, question. I know. But, but it, it's... It, you do feel a little bit better and brighter. Yeah, you? you do. It lifts you up, right? Because you're yeah. actually doing, you're, you, you, you're keeping on. One of the key things about creating a legacy is to make sure that you're pursuing your passions because they are infectious. So I think the thing, that's what also helps us to do that because, yeah, we're passionate about what we do and we're pursuing those passions and keeping on into 2023 and beyond. But um, they are, they do become infectious. That's why. That's part of the legacy creation. Love it. Otherwise, a cracker is just a load of old paper, yeah. isn't it? It's the spark when you pull it that's the actual Absolutely. cracker. Absolutely. <laughs> that's the bit that matters, right? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, so quadrant two. So the next one along. Um, what do you want to be remembered for this year? So what do you want to be remembered for? And, you know, Debs, I think the power of this question is there might have been some tricky, sticky, icky conversations that people might have had to have this year. And it might not have been things that you would have, you know, skipped into really looking forward to having that. But if you were humane, if you were um, person focused, if you were doing the best you could to achieve what you needed to be achieved, then actually sometimes even the most sticky and tricky conversations people will recall later on actually 
actually, I really appreciated the way that they then have handled that situation. So it might not have been an easy situation, but actually sometimes it's those things that actually people remember us for, how we handled stuff. So what would be some words, Debs, that you would want to be remembered for this year? Oh, my God, that's so cool. Um, as you were talking, I suppose the words that popped into my head, um, and I did write them down quickly, I was, I'll forget them, you know what my memory's like, um, was actually I'd like to be remembered for the fact that I worked with people with grace and gratitude. Oh, that's a nice word. Oh, lovely. Um, and, you know, I think actually uh, fun uh, is uh, I'd like to remember be remembered for that some of the sessions people have had, they actually found a bit of fun, you know, and just a bit of light relief in the working week and um, inspiring. So people leave feeling like they're able to be the best version of themselves. So fun and inspiring, that would probably be things I'd like to be remembered for. And I of course, <laughs> it's up to whether we get rebooked next year, whether, <laughs> whether people found it. So, <laughs> yeah, did we? I'm not quite sure, but uh, yeah. I made myself laugh anyway, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, we certainly have a laugh, Law. You are, yeah. make me laugh. That's the main thing. So, <laughs> I love that. So what's number three then, Law? So the third one. So the third one then is, what wisdom would you carry forward to help someone else? So of all of that learning that you'd done, what would wisdom would you carry forward to help someone else? And it's one of those ones that it might not instantly come to mind, but it's thinking actually, what is the lesson or the advice or the wisdom that I would want to carry forward to to help someone else? So um, some of the thoughts going through my mind at the moment is um, this too shall pass. No feeling is final. (laughs) Sometimes how you feel about something in one week at work, you feel in entirely different about it in the future and the wisdom that um you know I, I would want to, to to carry on just to help someone else is how you're feeling now might not be the final aspect and you know just being able to look after yourself and work with whatever is happening at the moment you know at some point in the future things might have been much easier yeah I think that that's really lovely actually I suppose for mine um I suppose it would be the thing I've carried forward throughout the year I suppose for me has been there's always opportunity um, if you look for it, there, there is an opportunity in all things that come our way. And if you look for it, you'll find that opportunity, whether it's big or small or indifferent, you will find it. But look for the opportunity this has given you. That would be my wisdom to carry forward. Oh, you're so right, Debs. You're, you're so right. Look for the opportunity. Absolutely. Um, and then the fourth one is, what is the imprint you want to leave on others? So that impact... Um, so the immediate impact that you have on someone, that imprint, and then um, the after, uh, the afterwards. So the influence. So what, what is the imprint you want to leave on others? So as a result of the interactions that you've had this year, what's the imprint you want to leave? There'll always be agendas. There'll always be Teams links. There'll always be stuff in the diary. But there'll just be some of those meetings and interactions that really stand out for all the right reasons or all the or all the wrong reasons. So what is the imprint you want to leave on others. So, Dev, what would be a couple of words just to get us thinking? Oh, yeah, that's such a good one. I think um, mine would be to, you know, sparkly and shiny. So whatever it is you've lit up because of that interaction that you've had. So that's the imprint um, that I would want to leave on others. It's that made you think different. Um, As I would say, you know, can we disrupt someone's thinking to think differently and better about themselves? Um, What else imprint you want to leave on others could be the fact that you've, shown gratitude you've thanked them um you maybe have been a mentor even to other people and enabled them to learn and grow and develop because i think you know that's what it's about isn't it when we're you know looking at 
how do we leave a legacy? Well, we're promoting an opportunity for people. Um, and that, you know, the imprint is that actually I gave you my time and my rec- I recognize you as a human and I gave you the time for you to learn and grow and develop and, and just move on and upwards. Oh, Debs, you know, I, 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 I sort of didn't know what I was going to say in response to this, but actually off the back of what you were saying, I think the imprint to leave on that is valued. Yes, that's so nice. So to have full attention, no other stuff going on. I mean, the amount of um, meetings and stuff that I know we've been part of where you can see people are doing other things in the background and I know life is busy, but the imprint it leaves on is this person is too busy to be having this meeting. When you have a fully focused fully mentally present. We had a meeting only today with a leader who is so good at valuing and giving you their full attention. And you you just leave that meeting knowing that actually that counted. You know, we were able to fully contribute. So I think the imprint um, certainly, yeah, it is, is listened to and, and valued and, and, and the impact that then has. Um, and then lastly, at the bottom of this personal shield, you write your personal motivational motto. So the one that's going to keep you progressing forward. And of course, because it's your own, you can have as many swear words <laughs> as you want in on this. That's the wonderful <laughs> thing about being an adult, isn't it? You can use whatever language you want, but this is where you would write your personal motivational motto. So I guess, Debs, what are some of the ones that we've seen people bringing out this year? Uh, the best is yet to come. Yeah, best is yet to come. I'm capable. I believe in me that somebody else has done that one. Um, mine is enable others to shine. Um, sparkling, shiny. And it was um, somebody actually brought in um, strength. I have the strength to do whatever I choose to do. That was another one that somebody had written on the bottom of their, you know, their want for 2022. So they'd put that in. Um, yeah, I, I'm grateful for the life I'm living right now. So yeah, there is so it's got to be personal, I think, to you. It doesn't need to make sense. I know I often have to beat with the gent with a gentle heart as well. But if you do the work around yourself and identify what your values are um, and think about, you know, what's important for you, then you can start to shape the mantra that you want or the motto that you want to live by and that might be through the year or it might be um, every month you might change it up a bit depending it could be an affirmation statement I'm capable and able whatever it might be um, it's got to mean something to you because you're more likely then to um, be able to achieve things you show up in that way you behave in that way your attitude is aligned to that so you know you're you're living that authentic life if you like even if it's a month a week a year whatever it might be for you but you're purposefully living on purpose if that makes sense love it and of course there's nothing quite so as inspiring as seeing someone else in your radar either someone you know directly or someone who's just had an impact on you who you can tell just has that energy and that purpose it is infectious as you said so whether you are someone who is starting out in the world of work whether you've been there, done it, and you're climbing the second mountain. <laughs> there are a few people who are climbing the second mountain now. You've either had a career change or you're just bringing a bit of different energy to it. It's um, it's it's how we uh, lift each other up, isn't it, in, 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 in an environment where it's so easy to get dragged down. So the takeaway, I guess, that would come from this exercise would then be, what's your story? How are you going to share it? Because if all of this is kind of secret thinking that's just inside, then um, there'll be some, uh, you know, everyday um, interactions where this might then come out. But actually, do being able to articulate, this is who I am. 
This is what I stand for. This is the impact I then want to have in the year ahead based on the experiences I've then had. It just means at that moment, you own it and you're owning your space and you're able to then make a positive impact on others. And as I always say, when when uh, I run any sort of presentation or training kind of courses, it's not about showing off, but it's about showing out to lift that 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 space and that 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 um, energy in that room, so people um, get a feel for you, and then if people then trust you, then they feel safer to then kind of open up. So um, yeah, how would you share your story? What would your next steps be? Yeah, I think that that's give it some thought. I would also probably say that's my probably my call to action. To be fair, would be you know this is quite important. I think if we. Yeah, because I think we're we're always reinventing. Okay, so you know we're definitely not the same person we were twenty years ago. We're probably definitely not the same people we were pre pre COVID. You know, so if we're reinventing ourselves but still keeping true, then that self reflection and that continuous discovery of who am I and what's important to me and what am I taking forward, what are my wisdoms, as you said, and you know how am I moving it forward? It absolutely informs your mindset, how you how you choose to be. Um, you build new skills, I think. You develop different ways of thinking and working. Um, yeah, and I think that's the bit is that you're creating a different approach because of the fact that you've taken time to really consider, you know, yeah, well, you know what? We are all reinventing all the time. We're part of that evolution. And therefore, it makes sure that we can think about what, well, how are we being? You know, what's my legacy? What do I want people to say about me as they walk away from me? You know, that's part of your legacy rather than sticking to the same old hoping that it'll change. But a lot of this comes from wanting to do the work on yourself in the first place and making sure, and that's a risk, right? You know, because, oh, you need to have some courage to really look within sometimes. But the minute you do it, and certainly through the coaching that we do, the minute you get somebody really reflecting in and thinking about who they are and what they want to be, then they unlock that amazing potential that we've all got within us that enables us to shine bright. And and it's just this, wow, I did that. Yeah, yeah, you did do that. You know, so it's a great space to think about you. And also, Debs, in a hybrid working world, how much are we hearing that, um, you know, the impact of long term virtual working, just that sense of togetherness and building relationships. So if you're able to bring a few of these kind of uh, deeper questions in as part of an end of year reflection, it just gives you that time and space to have that conversation. And if you were just to sit there for 15 minutes of your next catch up call, asking a couple of these deep reflection um, questions, that would be the one that you would, st- would still stay with you for, for the rest of the day. And in a face to face world, this stuff might come out naturally as you're standing there by the water cooler but in hybrid working what we're seeing and what we would suggest is you might have to purposely plan to have some of these conversations because there might not be space for it in a back-to-back kind of virtual um, meeting environment so it can be really useful and I also think it's not bound by age at all either. You can sit down with your seven-year-old or eight-year-old and ask them what they're super proud of achieving. You know, these questions, you you know, what do you want to be remembered for? You know, they're just as important regardless of age, actually, because I think that's that's what's really important because, you know, people making legacies all over the place, you never underestimate the impact you've had on someone, whether you're seven, you know, 17, 70, you know, you will always have that. So, even sitting down and doing it as a bit of a family you know, exercise can sometimes call up some different things um, from people that you may not have recognised if, you know, because we're always around people. So we don't always see this stuff. 
And so therefore to do it as a conscious effort, I think can make a huge difference. And it's so powerful when you're doing it you know, with your family group and everybody feels like, oh, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I did see you do that. So you're getting the recognition and the acknowledgement, you know, as well. And it's it just makes it feel really special, just like Christmas, really. <laughs> it really does. And it puts you back in the driving seat yeah. on top as well of your identity and, you know, what's important to you and that legacy you want to have. And we could have done this four or five years ago, but if you've had a really full-on busy three years or so, then um, this is you just carving out some of that internal space for yourself as well. So my share the secret would be grab a colleague, <laughs> grab someone with whom your paths sort of keep nearly crossing, but you haven't had much quality time. And uh, the next kind of meeting that you've got, just make a suggestion. Can we just put 20 minutes at the uh, at the end as a bit of reflection? And um, it could be a, a conversation that just really stands out as the, as the end of the year and you're able to pack it down well. So, Debs, yeah. here we are. Ho, ho, ho. We've, ho, ho, ho. I just want to say it's been an absolute pleasure. It has. Uh, pods this year, it really has. And uh, it's been such an honour to have people contributing and all those amazing interviews yeah. that we've then done and uh, roll on the year ahead. Yeah, definitely. Roll it. Oh, my God, I can't believe we're saying that. It's like, yeah, 2023, bring it on. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so who knows what's going to be in store, but I think what modern life is showing us, the best is yet to come. We ain't seen nothing yet. We're only three years into the uh, to this decade. And uh, could it actually be that what the first three years has shown us is uh, you know likely to be useful premium skills for the years ahead? So I enjoy, I'm looking forward, Debs, to us enjoying having a look at what those future-proofing foxy skills are for the year ahead. Um, in the meantime, have a phenomenal Christmas. You too, Laura. May you get all that you wish for. Well, it's going to start off with that personal shield exercise that I know. Yes. <laughs> a new notebook. That's what I, I'm looking notebook. forward to getting a new yeah. notebook from you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So bring on, bring it on and enjoy and let's make the most of this time of year. And we're going to be starting with a fresh vibe we for are? the year ahead. We are going to have a little bit of uh, video um, action going on. And we're also going to be launching on our um, YouTube channel as well. So uh Watch this space. We've got cats to control <laughs> in the background. We have, so, um, literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, we're going to mix things up a little bit. Yeah. So can't wait. Lots of interviews all lined up already. Um, Devs, have a fantastic Christmas. You too, Law. See you next year. Love, Love you. you. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at secretsfromacoach at aol.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And if you're a Spotify listener, give us a rating as it makes it easier for us to share the secret with others.